Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perrone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perrone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you, welcome, Walt Hampton and Joe Perrone. Thank you guys for coming and talking to us today. Uh, for the audience, Joe Perrone is the time expert, and Walt Hampton is the owner and CEO of Summit Success, a very highly successful coaching and consulting company. Guys, thanks for taking some time. Tom, it's wonderful to be with you. Such a privilege to, to share this time with you. Well, Tom, Tom thanks so much for having me. Joe, thank you. Uh, I'm excited because as a former student and a non-professional coach, um, I have seen the transformation of a great coach and a great student. You know, Walt, um, you can't have a good student unless they're coachable. And Joe Perrone's very coachable. Uh, absolutely true. Uh, and I'm just going to, I'm going to call you, uh, call you out on something though, Tom, uh, because you said as a former student, one of the things I know about you is you're a lifelong student well, and, we, and, and we're all students, I hope. And one of the things we'll talk about, and I think one of the things Joe and I can agree on is that good coaches have coaches and, you know, I never want to be the smartest person in the room. I always want to be called higher. I always want to walk the talk. Uh, and so I think we're all, you know, John Maxwell, great leadership expert, says we lift as we climb. And uh, that's, I think that's something the three of us share is that we have a commitment to, uh, to walking the path and helping others do that too. Oh, you're totally, uh, absolutely correct. And that's a good question because I'm, I'm going to throw it out at you at the uh, sort of the end of the interview because some people who have never been exposed to working with coaches uh, or or learning continuously may not have an idea how important it is. So, so first of all, Joseph, um, I know a lot about you since you're my nephew, full disclosure, but why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your background? Uh, keep it brief because we have a lot more to cover. Sure. Yeah, I uh, got into the automotive industry about 25 years ago and you know, been up, up and down that, that path and uh, path to become a multiple business owner in that industry. And about seven years ago, I burned out and found that my success had kind of trapped me in a box that I was not prepared to get out of and um, led me down this path to becoming that lifelong learner and student and led me to this path of helping other business owners because I found that there weren't many coaches out there that were 
true business owners that had seen the things that I had seen and experienced what I experienced with burnout. And um, yeah, so we're, we're here now and I love helping people. And that's what, what the meaning of life to me is uh, serving others. And, and uh, the other thing that uh, I should share with the audience is uh, Joe uh, walked the walk. He has built two tremendously successful businesses and he's learned how to do it with his time freedom concepts. And this this gentleman runs multi million dollar businesses on about 10, uh, 20, let's see, 40 hours a, a month, maybe, huh? That's pretty good. That's, uh, that's really good. And that's what you're all about. Well, you have a great background. And if you could share with the audience your journey to where you are, would be great. I'm happy to do that, Tom. And I just, I want to just, uh, underscore and affirm what you've said about Joe is that he walks the talk. And um, that's rare, particularly in this industry. There's a lot of talk, but not a whole lot of walk. And Joe Perone is somebody who, uh, who lives what he teaches and lives what he coaches. And I so honor him for that. Um, so um, like Joe, I've, uh, I, I have a few miles um, under my belt. Uh, I am the CEO and founder of Summit Success International, which is a global personal and professional development firm. Um, I was a lawyer for 30 years, the managing partner of a law firm, uh, a member of the Connecticut Bar, uh, and um, ran a successful law firm. But like Joe, um, I became weary and I experienced... Um, Oh, so much contention and adversarialness in the law, and I wanted something more collaborative. And through a series of uh, interesting steps, I was uh, introduced to Tony Robbins. I was invited to train as one of Tony's coaches and became one of 70 of his elite level um, trained results coaches and fell in love with the collaborative nature of coaching. And because I'm entrepreneurial, I, uh, along with my beautiful wife, Anne Chebani, the publisher, uh, we founded Summit Success 14 years ago, and uh, we help generally professionals, business professionals of all stripes, people who have built businesses, um, either grow and scale those businesses or pivot into new businesses that grow and scale and set them free. Uh, and so my side of the business is the executive and performance coaching side. And the uh, great Anne Shabani helps um, professionals write their client attracting books through Summit Press Publishers. And uh, Tom, there was a time when I was a lawyer where I would get to Sunday night and I would feel sick to my stomach uh, because I was going to have to go back into the fray. And now I get to Fridays and I'm actually sad that the week is over because we so love the work that we're privileged to be able to do in the world. And, and I have to tell you, it shows Walt, you, uh, you know, Walt is uh, an incredible coach and has, having been coached by some really good people. I, I find Walt to be extraordinarily great coach. Um, Joe, uh, you, when you were looking for a coach, you didn't find one. What were you looking for? You know, I was looking for somebody that walked that walked that talk. And many, many of the coaches that I had found out there were um, not not truly walking, walking their talk. And, um, you know, did the did the brief 
intro sales call the webinar, get on screen. And, and it just, it just didn't have that, that right feel, you know, I, I believe in the power of intuition and, and that has served me well in, in this coaching space and getting to the, the root of my problems was somebody that, that had been a business owner. Somebody that was truly walking the talk that they were professing to know. And, you know, when I met Walt, it took about, <laughs> I don't know, Walt, maybe <laughs> 10, 15 seconds. And I said, this is the guy, this, this is, this, this is the one, you know, and Walt is, has, has been, and will be as long as he'll have me as a client, um, a, a wonderful coach. He's taken me to places that I, I never knew about myself that I never knew about what I was capable of and has truly helped me on my journey to help others, uh, find that uncomfortability, find that, that deep, part of myself that I, I knew I, I could help others. I knew I could uh, be in this space and, and see myself as a valuable member of this uh, community of uh, business coaches, consultants, strategists that help other people because it's not about, it's not about us, right? It's not Ooh. about the coach. We're, we're, as Walt so brilliantly taught me, is we're the guide. We're not the hero of this story. The, the, the person on the other end is the hero of their, their, this story. They want to be the one to have the time freedom. They want to be the one to enjoy their life to the fullest. And when we're there as a part of it to help them, and that's when I, when I found Walt, that's what I saw so brilliantly in his work was that he was empowering so many other people to live their live their best life and manage their time. And, and his, his book on, on time mastery journeys on the edge. When I read it, that further cemented my decision to, to hire Walt as, as my coach. So, you know, you bring up a good point, Joe, because uh, if you looked at LinkedIn, everybody's a coach, right? But what you're telling me, and I know is what Walt's, Walt's past substance as a coach was sat right there on the table where a lot of times you talk to coaches and everything's so so intangible in their life and what they're doing. And in other words, they can tell you what they do, but there's no substance on the shelf. When you take a look at Summit Success and what Walt's done, it's all over the place. And uh, so that's pretty much why you hired him beside the fact that you got along with him right away, correct? Well, I saw how Walt showed up in the world. Um, you know, he, he and his wife, Anne, live in, in beautiful Ireland, and it's not about Walt and Anne living in Ireland. They're showing, a, they're showing a scenario. They're showing a possibility for someone. They're showing a possibility of life. They, they both pivoted from careers into this space of helping other people, and it's, they, they didn't do it because they had to. They do it, did it because they wanted to. And they, they wanted to serve. They wanted to help other people. And they, they've seen the, they've experienced the burnout. They've experienced the, the high pressure situations. And they don't want that for other people. They want, they, they want to have that, uh, that new menu item, that special on, on tonight's menu that, oh, that's possible. Oh, that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, 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 I, and that's what I so love about getting to know them so much better and knowing their work. And they, they, they have that masterful, masterful quality 
to see these other opportunities for people and and uh, say I'll, I'll say it kindly push them into these <laughs> kindly nudge and push them into these opportunities because that they they see the bigger picture and that's what a good coach does is that that 30,000 foot view of what's possible that we're not seeing what's right in front of us because we're too close to it we're too we're too involved in the situation so you know I'll tell you, I'll let Walt take it from there but well, that's my next question to Walt. Walt, why is having a coach beneficial? Oh, I love that question. Um, I just, I just want to call uh, Joe Perone out on something, though. You know, he used the word nudge, and it's more like kind of kicking, kicking <laughs> people yes. in the. <laughs> that's what it takes. Okay, <laughs> whatever, whatever it takes. <laughs> So why having a, have a coach? So a number of reasons. Number, number one, and it's the reason I still, after 15 years of doing this work, have two coaches in my life. Uh, I have my original coach and I have a, a coach around a specific area of um, my work that I'm working on right now. But uh, we all get, number one is we all get too close to our own stuff. Um, I don't care, you know, how far along the path we are we get too close to see it objectively. And one of the roles of a coach is to stand outside the game. I mean, that's you use the metaphor of a sports coach. I mean, that coach stands outside the game and looks in. And when you have someone who has that objectivity and knows how to hold the space for another person, your client or yourself, uh, I'm speaking from the eye right now, I can get so much more clarity around what's going on and make better decisions. The other reason to have a coach is that, I don't know, Tom, if you've noticed, but time is a way of uh, going unwinding, whether we want it to or not. And we all say we want to do stuff or we hope to do stuff or we're going to get to do stuff. Having a coach is somebody who calls you out on that, who holds you accountable. Um, and even, and this happens, you know, I'll have a client who will come and say, you know, I didn't do what I, I had committed to do uh, when we last met. And I say, that's okay. But when we meet, it marks the passage of time. And I know for me, when I'm looking at my calendar, seeing my own coach on the calendar, I'm thinking, ooh, I better, better get busy there. And, and so the accountability piece helps us to maximize this brief life that we have. And then the third, I, the third great benefit of having a coach is um, that there's someone usually, if you have the right coach, who's who's already been down the path. I say to people, you don't have to reinvent wheels. I have a garage full of wheels, uh, flat wheels and square wheels, and you don't have to reinvent wheels. So a coach can help you get to your destination faster and easier with less pain, without, with less stress. And so those are three of the most powerful reasons. There are lots of other reasons one, one I'll just um, lay over the top here is that as business professionals grow in their, along their uh, path and they become more and more successful, 
there are fewer and fewer safe places. You know, I work with a lot of uh, folks in the C-suite, a lot of managing partners, a lot of CEOs. There are fewer and fewer safe places for us to say, yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong. I need a place to talk this through. And so having really good, safe space to process stuff is a huge value for coaching. So I hope that's um, I hope that's some of what you were looking for, Tom. Absolutely. And but my follow excuse me, my follow-up question is what are some of the characteristics that you see in a business owner that indicates they need to make a change and they can't do it on their own? Well, I think that unless you're talking about very rudimentary change, um, it's very difficult to do anything on our own. I mean, we're, we're hardwired for relationship. Uh, there's the old African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, it's better together. Uh, and so I think, I think that by definition, we can, we can do better when we have co-conspirators and co-collaborators and wise guides, as Joe suggested, along the path. Now, there are certain rudimentary things that we can um, figure out on our own. But, you know, if even, even elementary stuff in a business, you know, a solopreneur wants to, uh, is getting stuck. Well, wh- where, where are you getting stuck? You want to grow and scale, but I don't even know what that term means. Does that mean you're getting stuck in email? Does that mean you need time, uh, uh, time blocking and time planning? Does that mean you have a hard time understanding who you're going to hire and when you're going to hire? Or do you have a retention problem? And so, you know, even with very elementary things, it's wonderful to have someone to bounce that off of and to get some direction so that you can get there faster. You know, a lot of people out there running businesses are running around like little beavers, not even aware in their life that they're coaches that can help them. So Joe, you reach out and talk to Walt. Uh, Tell us, A, what made you think you needed a coach versus, oh, I'll just read a good motivational book kind of thing? Great question, Tom. And, you know, it, it really goes back to, say you were going to take a trip down to, down to Florida. Okay, you can, you can get there, right? You, you talk to the people in your office and you said, oh, yeah, you're just up on 95 South. Okay, well, you can go by what other people have told you and the people that they know have told them and, you know, what, what, what you might have gathered information on your own and you'll get there. It, it might take you forever, but it'll, you'll get there, you know, or you could take out a map. Now it's just, you got the roads, you got the routes, you, you, you map it out and you could take a map, but even that's not up to date accurate. Or you could take the coordinates, you could plug them into a GPS. The GPS is pulling from satellites all, you know, all over the, all over space It's telling you in real time where the traffic is. It's telling you in real time what exits closed. It's telling you in real time where the where the roadblocks are. And that's what I really think of with having having a great coach is. Like Walt said, he has two coaches of his own and he has mentors and he's seen the road. He's seen all the different wheels and. Having the coach 
is is programming that tr- those trip coordinates into your GPS and having that clear picture of what's ahead. What what could possibly derail you? What's going to slow you down? If uh, if I get off this exit, what's going to happen? And having the coach to tell you that and to help you speed up that process of success and speed up that process of where you're going, you know, success is the destination, but you know, it might pop up and say, Hey, you need gas. And, and there's a, there's a great little, there's a great little gas station here off the exit. Well, okay. I didn't know that before. I didn't know that if my friend just told me by the water cooler, just jump on 95 and go south. Tom, I want to riff off of something Joe said, because, um, well, number one, I'm going to take the recording and transcribe that whole uh, uh, GPS coordinate thing and use it as my own Joe, but that's just as an aside. um, Brilliant. Uh, But it's Joe is absolutely correct that you can get to the destination faster when you've got the coordinates dialed in. And there's so much work that's deeper than that, which is to say that we may be able to follow a roadmap. We may be able to understand the instructions but so much is mindset and heart set and what I lovingly refer to as head trash. Um, I'll just, I'll give you an example in the, uh, in the, in the world of money, um, Tom, which is your world. One of the things that happens over and over again is that there are very predictable thresholds that entrepreneurs bump up against. Usually will come first around a hundred thousand and then I'll see it around 250. I'll see it again around a million dollars where they hit a plateau. And it's not because they don't know the map. It's not because they don't know the tools. It's usually a, a, what I call an upper limit problem. There are mindset issues. There, there are um, things that have gotten in the way in their psychodynamics over the course of their lifetime, messaging that they get from colleagues, friends, families of origin. And so there's so much that needs to be unpacked to help people when they get behind the wheel to drive the car or to follow the roadmap. Well, that is an, that's, that's amazing because you're absolutely right. A lot of people think coaching is, hey, you do A, B, and C, and D, and I'll, I'll watch how you do it. No, it has, it's more of a head game than anything else. And you're absolutely right, because um, that's where people get, they have the ability, but something in there is telling them, a, giving them a different message. And, and I agree with you. My past coaches were, were all about changing my mindset, um, which is a hard thing to do. You got to be really talented to do it and open-minded too. Yes. Um, yeah, that's a great insight, and people don't realize that. Hey, Joe, I, we, Walt, and I both have seen you progress, but why don't you share with us um, the acceleration in your path of becoming a coach by working with Walt? Um, it is an extraordinary acceleration. So, tell us a little bit about that journey. Joe is on fire. <laughs> well, it's, it's truly about the acceleration has been, you know, I'm, I, I said I burned out in, in 2014, seven years ago, and I'm embarrassed to say it, but I could say, 
you know, pretty, pretty confidently. Now I didn't own one book on personal development. I didn't know who Tony Robbins was. He thought he was that kook guy in the late night that uh, was peddling books and CD. You know, I didn't know any of this. Right. And go through the books, read the books. And that's, you know, investing in yourself. And, and it, it's wonderful. And you have that, those tools. Now you have the information that you, you can live your life and, and have these new ideas, but having a coach takes all those ideas. And again, like the satellites for the GPS, now you can say, well, remember this lesson that you learned in this, in this situation or what you did in that unpacking, like Walt said, now you can apply that in its, its application. Now it makes it real. You can learn, you can learn from those lessons and take that back. Now you can work with clients, you can work with your marketing, you can work with your, your own personal development. So the acceleration happened when Walt, my coach, has helped me take those lessons that I've learned and the, the books that I've read and the, the, um, the stuff that I'm creating now. Now it puts it all into a package where, oh, I, now I could see how to use that better. Oh, I could see how to use that tool a little bit better and really puts a point on the tools that we do have. And again, with like Walt said, with the, the deeper work, find things that you didn't even know that you had, find tools that you didn't even know that you had and you took for granted. And once that unpacking happens, truly, I feel that it has accelerated. It's accelerated my enthusiasm for doing this work. It's accelerated the importance that I know that we're in a world that's time strapped, that it's busy and there's just too much going on. So it's accelerated my knowledge that this work is needed now more than ever. So those are those are the accelerations that I've experienced. I have a question for both of you to answer. And well, you're going to answer it first and then I'll have Joe answer it. But how does a business owner know if it's a good time to get a coach? I think anytime there's a point of friction, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a question that I often get asked um, in the context of um, growth or scale or when to hire. Friction is always a sign that something is, is amiss. Um, if you're feeling overwhelmed uh, all of the time, that's friction. What's causing the friction? You may know, you may not know. Um, it may be a hire, it may be uh, strategies and tools, but you're not going to know unless you get some um, outside uh, uh, insight into that. So I think anytime there is friction or distress, I'm distressed or diseased, um, that business isn't flowing, because I'm a big fan of the F word. Tom, I really like fun. I believe that business should be fun. I believe that business is creative, is iterative, is, um, is something that we should enjoy. I believe that we should be creating amazing businesses to allow us to have extraordinary lives. And so anytime that's not working, anytime there's not that flow, it's the time to, uh, to, to ask the question, is now the appropriate time to have a coach. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you know, you're right. Cause I remember when I reached out for a coach, I was, I had that mental limitation, uh, you know, that ceiling of complexity and uh, couldn't believe I grow. So that I had pain and um, back then, you know, it wasn't like there was a million coaches around. You had to seek them out. And, um, and, and that's another question I'm going to come back to Walt. And that is, People see coaches all over LinkedIn, FaceTime, and I want to talk about how do you know who's the right coach to hire? But I'm going to hold that question in a moment. Joe, come back to that uh, question about um, when a business owner uh, feels it's time to get a coach. How do they know that? Well, I, you know, I'll sharpen the point on what Walt said is that, you know, and, and Walt showed me that this work can be fun. And I learned in the automotive businesses that, you know, I, I was a stressed out, overwhelmed, overworked business owner. I, I tried to wear all the hats. And because I was, I was just going the route that I had seen it gone for as long as I had been in the, in the work. And that was the way. And that's all the only way I knew. And Coaches came across the the you know my my frame of consciousness, and I would see it, and I'd say, "Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time time for that." But when I understood that point, that a coach is the is the guide, the coach isn't the the hero. When I understood that it was it was the coaching, the process was to to help guide me. You know, like Walt said, when there's pain, when there's friction. You know, if we have pain in our bodies, if there's something, you know, that's not distress, disease, we go to a doctor, we, we seek out that, that higher counsel, we seek out that specialist, right? But why don't we do that when there's a business problem that we just can't figure out, when we have a staffing problem that we can't solve, when we have a, a stress problem that we can't solve and just keeps coming over and over and over and What's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over, but expecting a different result. So if that's happening, like Walt said, that's a great time to get a coach. And I also believe that from, from the, the coaching aspect of it, it's why it's important to show up every day on LinkedIn, on Facebook, to show up in, in email is that, the coach might not be, you know, the person might not need need the coach at that moment, but you're there when they do need you. You've showed up frequently. You've showed up. They could see you're reliable. They could see that you are that go-to expert in that problem. You've identified yourself as a solver of that problem. So I hope that answers your question. That. It, it does. Uh, go ahead, Walt. You want to add? No, I just, I, I, no, I, I love what Joe said. Uh, it's, you know, sh sh showing up and being present is such an important, uh, important component. So thank you for that, Joe. Yeah, no, no, that's a key to know that you're around. It's like in any other business where you want the audience to know I'm still here, you know, that kind of thing. And that's great. And both of you guys, by the way, I do a, a tremendous job on LinkedIn, not only in your posts, but also replying and also just lifting up the crowd in your connections, which is really great. Walt, here's what I do want to ask you. 
um, and take the time on this. But what are the attributes? And why I ask this question again, Walt, and let me preface it. I see a lot of people calling themselves a coach, and I understand that. Great, that's the term. But when if I'm looking for a coach, what should I be looking for? What are those attributes in a great coach? You're a great coach. So what, what do I get when I talk to a Walt Hampton? So let me preface it by saying um, or echoing what Joe alluded to earlier. Um, we did. We had... Um, we had an instant connection, uh, and that matters. I, you know, if, uh, those of you in romantic relationships, you probably remember when when that spark was lit. You, you know, when you found your house, you walked in and you go, "Oh my God, this is it!" And so there is a connective piece that is really, really important because the relationship is deeply relational and. Um, with a coach, you do go with a good coach, you do go deep. But when I'm teaching, you know, I teach and certify coaches, Tom. So I, I actually have a list of six things that I think about. And so I'll just go through those quickly. When, when your listeners are thinking about a coach, these are the six things, the six filters that I would run. First and foremost, and this is the highest predictor of success in business in every aspect of the world but you want your coach to have a high level of emotional intelligence, a high level of EQ. And emotional intelligence can be brought, uh, broken down into four quadrants. Quadrant one being self-awareness. Quadrant two being self-management. Is the person you're going to be working with evolved enough to be aware of herself or himself? And can they self-regulate? The third is relational awareness. Can, can that person read a room? Can you read how another person is feeling? And then a re relational management. A lot of times there can be stuff that's stirred up in a coaching relationship. And you so you want somebody who has the ability to navigate relationships and everything in all of their permutation. So number one is a high level of emotional intelligence. Number two is empathy. Does, your, does this candidate have the capacity to understand or feel what another person is experiencing from within that other person's frame of reference? Empathy is, is kind of a rare gift. You know, people talk about compassion, sympathy, but really, you know, the great Brene Brown goes deep on the concept of of empathy, can you actually understand or feel what that other person is experiencing from their frame of reference? And then number three, and this is a rare gift too, uh, to find in anyone, any person, um, is the ability, you want your coach to actually have the ability to listen. What's true is that in most of our relationships, when you're having conversations with another person, you're either speaking or you're getting ready to speak. Right. Yeah. There's rarely the, the space where there's true listening happening, that, that the person on the other side is actually soaking it in. And that relates to the fourth component. And that's a comfort with silence. 
I mentioned earlier that uh, I, you know, it, it, when you get up into the C-suite and there's no safe place, a lot of times there's silence in the conversation. I have, I have a client I've worked with for 10 or 12 years. So when I first started working with him, I started, and I, I was, this was before Zoom. So I didn't even know he was still there. I thought the phone was broken. It was like, hey, you still there? Um, but what he would do is he, he would get quiet and want to process what was going on. And not all dead air needs to be filled. And that leads to the fifth thing, the ability to be truly present in this hyper distracted world. It is really difficult to stay completely present and in the moment. And this work is way too important to be just distracted and not present. And the sixth characteristic we've already alluded to is a commitment to ongoing personal growth and development. I will not take the coach training candidate on unless that candidate has a coach. Um, I believe that good coaches have coaches, as we've already talked about, that they're lifelong learners. Joe walks the talk on that. Whenever I see his library or his um, a stack of books next to his desk, it always, always, uh, I always got to turn my head because I want to see if there's anything he's got that I don't have. Um, but a commitment to ongoing personal development. So those are the six um, that I would invite your listeners to uh, to run as filters when they're talking to potential coaches. You know, um, what? Uh, that, thanks, Walt. That's fantastic. What uh, two, three, and four, and five um, I wanted to respond on, uh, but I'm going to take three, the listening. Boy, is that so important, huh? because you're absolutely right. Um, the fact that someone is actually listening actively, which might be harder than speaking in most cases. Um, I mean, they're all important, but when I look at that list, though, it really is a great list for someone who's in the market for a coach to have a checkoff on this because you don't need one or two. You need all of them. And that's yes. a hard combination. It is indeed. Yeah. And so and, and that certainly what makes you a, a phenomenal coach. And thanks, Walt. That's a, a great clarification. And I bring it up only because I get asked all the time, who's a good coach? Who's. What is this person coaching? And I really don't know a lot about the coaches that I see um, uh, with their names on LinkedIn and stuff. Um, as much as I know, like you and 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 Norm Trainer and how you work, because I've worked with you guys. But um, that's going to be a big help, um, Joe. Um, having a coach uh, has traditionally been a big investment. So why should a business owner make this significant investment? And why did you make the investment? Great question, Tom. Uh, and the investment, we invest in our homes, we invest in our cars, we invest in relationships, we invest in the, the market, we invest in our retirement. What about investing in ourselves? Because once we once we go, that's it. Every everything else goes from our from our point of consciousness. So investing in ourselves is one of the one of the highest investments that we can make. And for the longest time, you know, I can only speak from my own experience, is that I was I was afraid to invest in myself. 
I was okay with investing in a company that I had no idea about and invest in the market. I was okay with investing in my home. I was okay with investing in friendships and relationships. But when it came to myself, I couldn't figure out why I was so scared of investing into my own self. And when I sat down and I thought about it, that that, that was true, that I was the best investment that I can, could invest in. And if I wasn't at my peak performance as a human being, and my mindset wasn't at its peak, well, then I couldn't give 100% of myself to my relationships. I couldn't give 100% of myself to my business or my clients or the, the lady working at the counter at McDonald's. So investing in myself allowed me the capability to operate at a high level of performance. And it's been the best investment that I've ever made. And that's backed up by feedback, my relationships, my wife, my kids. I'm present. I'm here. I enjoy. I'm here. I'm in the moment. I can empathize. I have that time to do all that and process all that information in that, as Walt said, and we all know that busy, everything's coming at your world, that the investment in yourself allows you to have that, that time to reflect, that silent time to process what's going on. So at, at, as that investment goes, so go you. And that and that's really what it's been for me. That's my my own experience. Well, I want to jump in here, and and Walt, I'll let you end the comment in a, in a, a moment. But I wanted to say something. Um, both Walt and I would totally agree. <clears throat> excuse me. We've watched the transformation of you from the time you started working with Walt, and I, I would just say to the audience, anybody who wants to know more about coaching, they should call Joe and he'll be very honest with you. But Walt and Joe together have great chemistry. I'll also say that if you're a business owner and you you hear the word culture, I'm a big culture in your business. The culture starts from the boss, the leader. And if you're unhappy and you're going to work and you think that you're going to a, an adult daycare every day, then you really might think about getting your head straight and maybe a coach is where you got to start because that filters down to your company, having happier employees and have people. Someone said to me the other day, well, how do I, how do I attract good employees to build middle management? And I said, it all starts with you, your culture and your business. They'll come, you know, it's like, uh, you know, build the field. They'll come that kind of thing. Um, Walt, I have to commend you. Um, you're an extraordinary person. And um, to see Joseph, uh, and again, he was motivated. I know to be a good good student, you got to be a, a, an active student. He was, but you've done re- remarkable things with him. So congratulations on this, uh, this joint relationship. You guys have done really, really well. It's always a privilege, um, and I know that as Joe has been growing his coaching practice, he sees it as well. It's it's a privilege and a gift to walk the path um, with someone like Joe Perone and see their vision, their 
purpose, their great gifts um, come into the world in a full way. And so it's, it's, you know, not only fun, but it's joy filled. It's a joy filled path for a coach to work with somebody like Joe Perone and see the work emerge in the world. Well, guys, you did a great job. I'm going to end our interview today, but um, Joe, is there anything you would like to say before we close out? I just want to say that, you know, again, this, this work is fun. Uh, having this, having a coach like Walt helps me to keep it fun and, and keep it relevant to the, the, the world that's going on right now. We're in a busy world and, and time freedom is so important and having that time for yourself is, is so very important. And I just want to say thanks again for having me on. Yeah. And, and I will put it in the show notes. I know you offer a nice um, uh, uh, piece of uh, publication a time freedom uh, white paper, and I'll put that in there and how they can contact you. And Walt, I'll do the same for you. But Walt, any last comments or anything you'd like to also offer to the audience before we leave? Yes, thank you so much for this, um, Tom. So grateful. Uh, so it's so much fun to, to have this three-way conversation. What I'll say is at the time that we are recording this, we are in a once in a generation moment when the pandemic of 1918 1919 came to an end it gave rise to the roaring 20s and we are on the threshold of extraordinary opportunities it doesn't feel like that every day we we're in the midst of it still but we're on the threshold of extraordinary opportunity we're also in a moment of great weariness. There's a tremendous cultural weariness in the world. There's a lot of distress and unhappiness and fatigue. And so it's very hard for any one of us to work through this period alone. Uh, and if we're going to be resourceful and resilient and step out to embrace the opportunities that are going to be presented to us, Find someone to help you walk that path. Find a wise guide because what lays ahead, what's, uh, what's offered to us is the opportunity to make our lives extraordinary. Walter, thank you. Always a pleasure to have you on air. And Joe, uh, congratulations on your path. You're just, just doing great. And uh, you two guys make a great combination. Thanks for giving us a lot of time. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it.
Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.